0: I'm going
1: to make
0: this place your home. Good morning, Hamilton. This is Rob Golfie with REMAX,
1: the Scarlet, the Golfie team. Welcome to the Hamilton Real Estate Show with Rick Zamperin and Phil Golfie. Yes, good morning once again. We're in a new month. But the same old song and dance in terms of a red-hot real estate market here in Hamilton. We like to see that, certainly, with the gang at the Golfie team. You can go online and check out all the hottest listings in town, robgolfie.com. That's Rob, G-O-L-F-I.com. Call them anytime at 905-575-7700. That's 905-575-7700. Find them on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook as well. The handle is at RobGolfie. And if you haven't done so already, subscribe to the Hamilton Real Estate Show podcast wherever you You get your favorite podcast. If you have a question for the Golfy Team, or you're thinking about a topic idea, something that's maybe bugging you, rubbing you the wrong way, or you just want some information on a certain real estate related topic, email the Golfy Team. Questions at robgolfy.com. Again, that's questions at robgolfy.com. Lots to talk about today, including a bunch of flyers that I got in my mailbox uh, earlier in the week, and we'll also talk about a house on my street, and I referenced this a few shows ago that I thought was a little overpriced. Uh, A different story as of this day. We'll also talk about developers with some big plans in downtown Hamilton, but we will begin this long weekend edition of the Hamilton Real Estate Show here on CHML with some questions about what's happening here locally, and in terms of inventory, uh, what's the deal here? How is the inventory of homes doing in Hamilton and Burlington?
0: The inventory is low and agents are scrambling to trying to you know getting uh, getting listings it's just uh, there's way more demand uh, Rick than there's ever been uh, I never thought I would see a market like this uh, twice in uh, three years it's just incredible it's, uh, it's extremely
2: frustrating anybody who's in the market right now that's looking to buy a house um, and and there's there's a lot of them there's a lot of people that are in that, that situation they're extremely frustrated. It, it, you you need a good agent. You need somebody who's who's looking every single day for for new listings. Houses are flying off the shelves. The inventory is way down, and 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 we're finding ourselves in a in a situation where, you know, people there's there's multiple offer situations, there's there's bully offer situations, there's bidding war situations. It's it's uh it's an incredible market to be a part of um but it, it, you gotta be extremely organized and extremely fast to uh to be able to work in it and and succeed
1: so is that the reason why midweek I go to my mailbox and I see not one not two not three <laughs> but four different items from realtors, including one from the golfy team, and it's a fantastic handout i got i, I gotta say get your home sold fast for top dollar uh 905-575-7700 is this why local realtors including yourselves are reaching out to potential customers to say hey we're out here we know there's a short supply uh we'd love to sell your house or or, or get one for you
0: uh, absolutely well but rick of all those flyers we are the number one uh it is uh, clearly the team in the hamilton
1: burlington so just to let you know <laughs> we we it,
2: it, we, we kind of changed our marketing approach so you know we used to send a, a market update um Two homes, to, you know, in a newspaper form with, with, with all our listings and, and uh, up and coming listings and things of that nature. But by the time that advertorial or advertisement gets out to the consumer, it's a completely different marketplace of listings. So if we're, you know, on, 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 on Monday or Tuesday, if we're, we're putting together our, our, our listings as to what we're going to put in that ad, by Thursday or Friday, you know, half those listings are sold. It, it it's not a reflection of of the current current marketplace. So we 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 decided to go to a postcard form, and uh, and 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 have a website on the card so that people can go to go to our website and get and get up to the date information on on listings. Um, and and that's just an example as to how fast our market is changing, how fast it and 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 how fast things are moving out there, uh, right now. But but yeah, I I I own a property in Hamilton. I opened up my mailbox and I saw those exact same four, in, including ours. So it's some, it's funny that you referenced that. It's funny that it, it's something that you know everybody you know people listening to the show they'll they'll be getting the same four and and uh, it's uh, it's it's funny times in the marketplace.
1: I might be biased, but I do like yours the best because the, the messaging is simple. Number one team in Hamilton. You've helped over seven hundred families in twenty nineteen, qualified buyers looking to move into your neighborhood. We have the number one home selling strategy in your market, still offering the free home evaluation, obviously in a much safer manner or a safe manner in terms of what's happening in our society right now. And uh it, it it's just to the point, simple and effective.
0: That's it. And that's and that's and that's we want to, you know, get the message across. Uh, we know a lot of people get a lot of uh, mail and uh, and you've only got maybe two seconds to uh, two, three seconds to to get uh, someone's attention. So um, I you know, the other the other pieces are, are so busy that, uh, you know, what do you look at? You know, um, I mean, if you got nothing to do, but you got time to read. Yeah, that's great. But otherwise, uh, we know a lot of that goes into the um, blue box. And we so we want to know that our message uh, before it does go in the blue box, they, they see it and, and we're loud and it's loud and clear. So, and, and people see that you can't miss our, miss our message. Uh, uh, I guess when you saw them all come in, our I'm not sure, Rick. But I hope hopefully ours stood out a little more than the rest of them. It, it did because like you
2: couldn't see our if you didn't if you didn't notice any of our billboards, you uh, you <laughs> you noticed the the message in the mailbox. <laughs>
1: I noticed it right away because I saw your headshot. I thought, hey, I know this guy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah,
0: it's been a while since we've seen each other. Yeah, Rick, very I mean, much so like, since COVID. I mean, it's been three
1: months. Oh. Uh, I
0: think it. Uh, our last show together was just before uh, the middle of the set. First or second week of March. Our yeah. last
2: show, when we came into the studio, the studio was, I think, was you know shut down. We, right,
0: we, we, it was, it, yeah, it, the studio
2: it, was shut down. It was an eerie feeling walking through, coming into the studio, and and we were like, you know, where is everyone? And, and I think we 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 were like one of the last shows to come in and. and and record from yes. my, my memory Yes, no, you're, you're
1: exactly right and yeah, after that point it was and since then I mean, it's been you know a few months now that it's been a skeleton crew here and we've done this show uh, remotely with me in the studio and you guys at your broadcast uh, location at One Markland and I thought it's worked out well but yeah, I'd love to have you guys in the studio and hopefully that uh, will happen sometime soon uh, Let's switch gears and talk about multiple offers in this community and Rob, I, I understand you also have a story about a blended family that uh, has moved in together and, and has received a really great price as well
0: yeah so we had a, a a couple getting together and they both had uh, kids so we put up uh, one of the agents in our team put up uh, the husband's house for sale and the what uh, and like the, the guy's house and the girl's house and they both got multiple offers and higher than asking price on both their homes they were able to buy uh, their dream home now together as a blended family so it was just a, an awesome and happy experience uh to have for our clients and they were just thrilled like they just they didn't they didn't expect to buy uh afford what they were able to buy because of the fact of the way the market has been going for them so they actually they actually did very well and we were really happy for them and, and it's uh, you know it's a new chapter in this uh blended family life that's uh, going forward and uh we're really really excited for them
1: was was there some surprise on their part in terms of how the deal unfolded were there some i guess uh, anxious or apprehension uh, on their part given you know the pandemic and how everything's working
0: yeah. Well, I mean, they didn't, they didn't expect to, to, you know, go way over asking. And uh, I mean, we were pushing the market as it is, but then they, uh, again, it, it just went even higher than what they anticipated. So it, it just, just surprisingly, we, we have a lot of uh, clients that are just like, wow, we didn't expect that. Like we listed one uh, on uh, off of um, uh stone shirt, uh, road. The townhouse is there near uh, upper um, upper gauge area there. And we listed at uh, 429 and we got like 465, like, like it's just unbelievable. So that, that complex now just uh, it's, it's price point now has just changed and, and it's gone up and there wasn't a sale in there in a long time. So after we sold that, Rick, uh, there was two, three of them just went up for sale right away after that in that complex because they, they didn't imagine they would be able to get that kind of money for their house. So they're, so they're looking at moving to either going upgrading to a single family home, or, or whatever, but, uh, but yeah, like, you know, like people, people are moving and they're, and they're either upgrading or downgrading and, and they're cashing in or cashing out, you know? Uh,
1: that's an interesting point you make because you said that, you know, there, there wasn't a sale in that complex in a while. And when the first one happens and it goes over asking all the other people who, who own those townhomes are thinking, oh, wow, I'm going to get in this game.
2: Yeah. Oh
1: yeah. And that, and that,
0: I'll tell you that complex, uh, by the end of this year, it's going to hit close to 500. You yeah. watch. Wow. It, it's so,
2: it's so fascinating how many people have, you know, keep an eye on the real estate market. It, it, even in my building, my condominium building, um, and, and, and just talking to different people, people are so in tune with the real estate market all the time. And and I'm talking about people who, who don't even plan on moving for the next 10 years, 10, 15 years. People are just, people follow it closely. People know exactly what's going on. And, and it's, uh, it, it's good to see. It's, it's good to see that, that people are, are very well informed as to, you know, real estate prices in, in their specific community. I want to tell the story on Tanglewood. the one yeah,
0: where uh, great story. So,
2: so Tanglewood in Binbrook, some people might be familiar with it. Really, really nice street. Um, the houses were built in, in 2006. So I, I was listing a property on, on Tanglewood, and we had a coming soon sign on the front lawn. And another agent uh, down the street had another property that was also coming up for sale. So that agent comes and, and, and I guess, you know, there was a um, you know, my clients were out front of their house and, and and they just, you know, started a conversation and, and the, the other agent that was listing the property down the street asks he goes, you know, may I ask what your what your what your uh, what you're gonna list at? And my my clients go, Yeah, we're gonna list that seven seventy four nine hundred. And he had a sarcastic, Oh, wow. Good luck with that. Right. Like a sar, you know, almost a sarcastic response to saying, you know, that's, that's way too high. And, uh, within, within the first 24 hours we received three offers and it went for, for well over asking price. Wow. And completely, completely surprised that that agent who and my guys were a little offended, right? You know, we put a lot of time and effort and in, into coming up with the price and we, you know, we had some strong comparables and, and we 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 thought we were you know right at market value we thought we priced it bang on and uh and we did which 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 shows right but uh it was it just shows you you, you know even agents with with all the information that that they have available to them you know are we we continue to be surprised in uh and um you know by by what what houses are selling for
1: Interesting uh, story, and I have one uh, myself that we'll get to after the break. The house on my street has finally sold, uh, not for the price that they were going for, though. And we'll also get into Toronto agents doing a disservice to local sellers. We'll dive into that when we come back here on the Hamilton Real Estate Show on 900 CHML. Welcome back. This is the Hamilton Real Estate Show on 900 CHML. Rick Samfran in studio and live from their one Markland broadcast location. It's Rob Golfy and Philip Golfy, sales representatives with Remax's Skartman Realty, the Golfy team. You can call them today whether you're buying or selling. 905-575-7700. That's 905-575-7700. Robgolfi.com is the website. robgolfi.com If you have a question for the Golfy team or a topic idea, shoot them an email. Questions at RobGolfie.com. That's questions at robgolfie.com. Find them on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook, the handle at Rob And subscribe to the Hamilton Real Estate Show podcast wherever you get your favorite podcast. Past episodes, online at robgolfie.com and 900chml.com. Still to come, developers planning a massive redevelopment of the Hamilton City Center that's certainly going to change downtown Hamilton. And uh, we'll get to Toronto agents doing a disservice to local sellers. But before we get to that, So there's a house on my street that went up for sale a little over a month ago. And, uh, you know, whenever there's a for sale sign on the lawn, you know, you quickly go to uh, your favorite website and see, you know, how much is this home selling for? And my wife and I looked at each other in shock when the listing price was six hundred thirty thousand dollars, well above anything we've seen in the neighborhood. And uh, you know, you always do that comparison when you see the photos online. Wow, you know, our basement's better than that. Well, his kitchen's better than ours. and yada yada yada. But six thirty, we thought was way too high, and it was because the home sat for just about a month, and uh, we noticed online that the price had gone down from six thirty to five eighty nine. And about a week later, it sold. That realtor, that homeowner, lost basically a month. I'm not sure if they um, missed the mark or it was just not what people were looking for but they didn't get what they were looking for uh, at the skip is this happening a lot in the city
0: yeah you know what if that, if that homeowner listed his house originally either at 589 or 599 he possibly might have gone into multiple offers and possibly would have probably gotten over 600 he tried he tried the big number first at 630 nothing happened nothing happened then he ended up chasing the market so he ended up dropping down to 589 the consumers thought saw that, Hey, that's the value that's going for in that neighborhood. Let's jump at it. Now all the buyers that came out that saw that place in the first two weeks, they're not, they, they, they basically passed on it. They're not going to come back even if the prices dropped uh, quite a bit. Um, so he, that person, you know, probably did well, they, they got market value for their house, but they could have they could have gotten better than market value um, if they priced it right from the beginning. You know, Every people listen. It's 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 easier to it's better to say no to an offer than not get any offers at all. Now, uh, like like a, like 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 Rick, that house there, if it was priced at five eighty nine or five ninety nine right from the get go, it, it would have probably sold probably for more than asking.
1: Yeah, I, c- I can see it because uh, clearly the initial price put off a lot of. Uh, people, and once it dropped, it quickly went. so it would have been interesting to see if they started at that number, how high they would have went. Uh, let 's jump into Toronto agents doing a disservice to local sellers. what's happening here? so
0: what 's going on is these Toronto agents, I mean, you know we, we deal with them all the time when they come in with their buyers and everything. but um, the consumers and the, uh, out there think that, oh, if I get a Toronto agent, I 'll get a Toronto buyer. Not necessarily. Listen, we are members of the Toronto Real Estate Board. Every one of our listings does go on the Toronto board. So you don't need to go to a Toronto agent. Secondly, these Toronto agents, they're not used to doing the paperwork in in the uh, Hamilton-Burlington data sheets and MLS forms. So they're not filling them out at all. So what's happening is they're they're filling out their forms in the Toronto board, but the local agents do not know it unless they go on the public website. So they don't know that this house is for sale. So if they have a client that's looking for a house, let's say, on – Fennel Avenue or, or East 25th, and the, and the Toronto agent lists it on their Toronto board, well, they're not going to be able to know that there's a house for sale for their client to look at, and what happens is they're going to get fewer showings. They may get an offer on it, but they could have gotten probably multiple offers on it if they did have it on the on the local board and the Toronto board. So a lot of Toronto agents are not doing the full paperwork when it comes to listing houses in the uh, outside their market. So people be very careful on who you use. Cause I know the thing is they don't know the behind the scenes, what goes on. And this is something that's so important to you. And, and the one thing that's more important to, to the client, they want the most amount of money for their house. And, and, and they're not going to get
1: that if they have, if they hire people not doing their complete job. So the the typical example would be a GTA uh, individual or family who is selling their house there but looking to buy a home here should probably use a local agent because they know the community, number one, and they're going to do all the due diligence in terms of the paperwork, which is vitally important as well. Oh,
0: absolutely. I'll I'll, I'll give you a great example, Rick. Uh, We had a Toronto agent come in, bring in an offer on a house, that we had for sale, not in a, not in a great neighborhood in Hamilton, right? So here's what they did. So they they came in with an offer uh, that uh, on a I think it was a Friday, and we we're dealing with the offers on Saturday. And I, all of a sudden, I get this offer from this Toronto agent, and I go, "Hey, did you bring your clients through?" Because I, I didn't have a record of him going through the house. He goes, "No, no, no, no. We're just gonna put the offer in. We gotta we'll put a condition on um, home inspection." I go, "Uh, uh-uh, uh, no way." And he had a three-day home inspection clause in there. And uh, and then we had some other offers, but his offer was really good. Like I was, it, it was up higher 20,000 over the rest of the offers. So I said to that Toronto agent, listen, we're not going to deal with your offer unless you're going to go in cash because I don't need you to come into this house. We pick your offer because it's the highest. And then uh, we take your offer and then, and then you walk away from the deal because you have your home inspection clause. You're not happy with it. I go, if you want to submit your offer, and you want to get a chance to get this, you're going to have to walk through the house, take a look at it, and, and decide then whether you're going to buy it or not. So they came all the way from North Toronto down to Hamilton, and uh, the, the agent from Toronto came, and, and the clients, their, his clients came. They looked at the house. They crossed out the home inspection clause. We put the deal together. Now, a lot of this is happening with these Toronto agents coming in here. They're putting offers in without looking at the house, tying up the house. We take their, and a lot of agents are taking their offer. So they've got to be careful. I don't take any offer with anybody unless they've been through the house. I, there, there's no sense of doing that. But um, what happened here is um, if we took this guy's offer and he walked away from the deal, the second best offer was also good. You think, you think it's going to be easy to get that guy to come back and pay the price that he was, the, uh, pay the, uh, the, the uh, bring the offer that he had before. No way. So, be careful people uh you know you just got to make sure that uh, um and people go through the house people are trying to tie up houses without looking at them and then they make their decision after you you want to make sure that they've been through the house uh, all the time uh to because it, it, yeah it's great to get an offer thirty forty thousand 40,000 higher than the asking price but but if they walk away from it you got nothing after
1: yeah and that, that story could have really uh, been flipped on its head if you know the the potential buyers went through the house and said, "Nah, we don't really like it." And then now all the other ones who were in the mix uh, were, you know, looking elsewhere at that point. And now you're, you know, up up the creek with no paddle. Absolutely. So that's that's you know,
0: Rick. That's where experience comes in. Um, you know, there, there there's so many things that you should see. Especially, I, I find that uh, you know, with our with my team, I get phone calls and and when they're working on a deal. They're in the middle of a situation. I They can call me and I answer the call and say, okay, do this, do this, do this. We had another one that deal fell apart and, and we were right on it and we got the deal. We got another deal done right away. We, we are on it. And then uh, like, it's just, this is, this is what real estate's about. This is getting the guy that's working for you, like the realtor working for you, doing his job. And Phil, Phil did a great job. Like, did you tell the story on Tanglewood that you did?
1: Uh, yeah. Uh, yeah. He just remember- told that one. Yeah.
0: Oh, you told, yeah, that's right. So. Um, but anyway, like it's everything that, uh, a realtor is supposed to do. Yeah. There
2: was another one on, on, on Jefferson and St. Catherine's. And, and this was a situation where it, you got to trust and work with people. You know, the, the, the realtor on the other side, you got to trust and be able to work with them. And, and, and so I'll, I'll tell this quick story on, on, on Jefferson. We, we listed a property, same thing. We, 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 we had multiple offers. We, we ended up getting three offers. One offer was from a very reputable agent who, who, who does a good amount of business and, and that you can trust and, and make sure that he's, and when I say trust, you're trusting that he's vetted his clients. You're trusting that, that this deal is going to, you know, they're, they're going to be qualified or they're pre-approved for their financing. You're going to trust that, you know, they have, they have everything in place in line to be able to, to have the purchasing capacity to buy the home that they're offering on. The other two offers were from, I I gotta watch what I say here. We're we're from less <laughs> reputable firms and and and, and agents, right? And, right? and and when I say less reputable, I, I I mean we've had past experiences with this specific agent who we you know and, and and one of those experiences was was the week before with the exact same buyers. It was it was we we went through a situation with uh, the the week before, and this this agent's exact same buyers, and, and it was you know, very, it wasn't good. So, so when I, when I sat in front of my clients, I said, we got three offers and I presented to them, but, but not only when I present their offer, I present the agent's reputation that they have with our, us and our team. And I, I went through, you know, and I, and I, and I talked about how, how my relationship with each and and each individual agent. And, and I said, you know, I, I trust this guy, we've done business together in the past and it's, it's been smooth easy and seamless right unfortunately I've done business with this guy in the past too and it hasn't been as, as seamless and, and smooth well I presented it my, to my clients very fairly they ended up going with an offer $5,000 less than, than than another offer just due to that agents reputation and, and when I say this on on the specific agents rep, you know on his specific offer there was a number of mistakes a number of mistakes huh. He spelled my sellers names wrong. Um, He had, he had a, a, uh, the offer date was, was from a week ago. Um, He had, you know, uh, he had two fridges where this house only had one fridge in the inclusions. So there was a number of mistakes that validated this agent's reputation and, and what I described him as. So they, they, right away, they said, Phil, we cannot deal with, with any mistakes. We don't, we want this thing to go as smooth and seamless as possible. We're going to take your word for it, and we're going to go work with this guy that you, you that you know that has a good reputation in the marketplace, who you've worked with in the past, and who who you know hopefully has has continued to vet his clients and and ensure that he's going to fulfill the responsibilities of the agreement of purchase and sale, and it, and we did, and 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 uh, and and five thousand dollars to them was you know. They wanted to work with somebody who was reputable on the other end, so peace of mind, it, it, peace it, of it, mind. It, 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 it was it was very important, and 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 I couldn't believe it. This guy is repu, you know, representing his clients, and and he has mistakes. Like he hasn't even spelt my sellers' names right, and, and I'm presenting them the offer, and they're pointing it out, and the, you know their last names are wrong, and it was it was it wasn't a good experience for them. But in the end, it, it, you know, their that their his buyer didn't get the deal, and and, and we moved along with it.
1: That's a great experience, and Rob, you hit the nail on the head in terms of peace of mind. It may have been five thousand dollars less than what uh, you know they were hoping to get, but at the end of the day, peace of mind is priceless. And when you're dealing with you know one of the biggest transactions you'll ever make in your life, you want that peace of mind, and you don't want mistakes.
0: Oh, for sure. Like it's like uh, I, there's so many times that uh, if we see uh, realtors there. and and we've dealt with them, and and they're reputable in in our market, we will, that reputation goes a long way for their client. And and that makes a huge difference. Um, Like, I'll I'll give you another perfect example. We had, uh, there was a property for sale uh, in Stony Creek, a a fairly, a very expensive, large property. They had an offer, uh, they were working on an offer. My client uh, said, Rob, let's put an offer in on that. We went in with an offer. He started dealing with us. He didn't want to deal with the other offer, the other agent. He said, "Rob, I've dealt with you and I've dealt with your a lot of your teammates. We are going to work with your offer because we just we've had good experiences with you." They basically ended up not dealing with the other offer that they were dealing with because it was they were they were getting frustrated with the other agent or or I don't know what was going on with the other offer. I don't know who it was. I don't know the agent, but they did deal with us and we got the deal done. Rick, like, it's, 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 it's reputation. It's, uh, you know, like, it's not just, uh, it's not just putting a for sale sign on the lawn. It's not just, you know, uh, easy peasy. Uh, it's, it's, there's a lot that goes behind the scenes and, 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 and reputation is very important, uh, with the, with the realtors amongst each other.
1: Without a doubt. And if that means you are uh, selling uh, your first home or your 15th, uh, you know you can trust uh, the Golfie team. RobGolfie.com is the website. That's RobGolfie.com. Or call them at 905-575-7700. That's 905-575-7700. We are... Uh, past the halfway point of uh, 2020. It certainly has been uh, a crazy year, but we have some statistics as well in Hamilton and Burlington comparing uh, this year to last year uh, in terms of uh, what's happening uh, through to July. Well, what do you have for us?
0: So, uh, last year um, in Hamilton there was 815 homes sold in July. Just 815. Average sale price was uh, 548000 This year, uh, uh, well, it's, it, there's 933 homes that sold. That's 14 percent increase in, in amount of homes that sold. So we have increase of 14 uh, percent amount of homes, but our inventory is even is way lower. But look at this: the average sale price this year for July uh, is 628,600, 15 percent higher than last year. Unbelievable. That's in Hamilton and 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 this and the surrounding areas. So we're up 15% in average sale price. It just keeps going up, Rick. Now, Burlington. Burlington is uh, last year uh, 287 sales. This year, 369. So it's up almost 30% in in, uh, uh, unit numbers. Um, But the average sale price last year, 769,784. This year, 881,891. 15% more for uh, the average sale price uh, of July of this year. Unbelievable how this market is going.
1: Do we expect anything different in August? Because I, I'm, I I'm assuming uh, all uh, this uh, increases from, you know, people waiting from March and April and into May, really, and now they're all into the game. This could be our spring
0: market. We don't know.
1: Yeah. We'll find
0: out what August brings. I think August is going to be a, another strong month, uh, maybe even stronger than uh, June, uh, June and July. But uh, we'll have to see what uh, what, uh, what 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 will happen there. So, but uh, yeah, it's uh, it it's just we just can't believe this. Like uh, you know, everybody's surprised. The consumers are surprised. The realtors are surprised in how this is going.
1: Well, hey, it's a good surprise if you're in the real estate game, that's for sure. <laughs> Especially what happened in in uh, in March and April uh, this year in Hamilton uh, in July, uh, sales up 14 percent. Uh, Average price up 15%. And as you heard Rob say in Burlington, uh, nearly up 30% in terms of the number of homes sold. And uh, the price up 15% compared to July of last year. When we return, developers planning to redevelop the Hamilton City Center. And it's going to look entirely different with some condo towers and some retail space as well. We'll dive into that when we come back here on the Hamilton Real Estate Show on 900 CHML.
0: so hard
1: Welcome back. This is the Hamilton Real Estate Show on 900 CHML. Rick Samprin in studio here. At one Markland is Rob Golfi and Philip Golfi, sales representatives with Remax Escartman Realty, the Golfi team. You can find them online at robgolfi.com. That's Rob, G O L F I.com. Call them at 905 575 7700. Find them on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook. The handle is at Rob Golfi. And subscribe to the Hamilton Real Estate Show podcast wherever you get your favorite. Podcasts. Um, just before we get into what's going to happen at the Hamilton City Center in terms of uh, a massive redevelopment down there, we just went through some of the July statistics in Hamilton and Burlington, with uh, sales in both communities going up in July year over year. Average sale price up fifteen percent in both communities year over year. This is really, as we're kind of you know guessing and estimating, is is the spring market. How do you think this is going to impact the fall market, which is also traditionally pretty busy? Is this going to continue to steamroll ahead?
0: Uh, it's hard to tell because the fall market we've got a couple of little bit of uh, uh, little you know things that are are going to come up that uh, also is not something that we've experienced. Um, I, I I don't know how many people have deferred their mortgages in uh, in and and those uh, deferrals are ending in on their mortgage payments. It's going to happen in October, November. So, so is that going to bring a lot more homes on the market? I don't know. And and it, and it's hard to tell, um, you know, like how things going? Like we're almost, we're almost living back to a normal situation except for the hospitality, um, industry. Like, I mean, um, I, from the news, from what I heard, they said, 10, you know, 10% of the employment in Canada is hospitality. Now they're not a hundred percent back, um, and uh, but things are starting to pick up with the restaurants, and I'm I, I'm sure the hotels are doing a little bit better than they they were, but not as good because I mean now they're just dealing with Canadians uh, traveling amongst uh and but really they can't really see that much, but it's it's gonna be a, it's gonna be uh, it's gonna be different, Rick. I don't know what the um, what the what the fall and uh, winter is going to bring uh, this year because uh, there's a lot of new uh, scenarios that are, are going to come into effect and uh and that's going to be something that we have to figure out.
1: Yeah, and especially with the school situation as well, there might be a lot of families that are just going to say, you know what, we'll just stay where we are for now and maybe delay any sort of plans to uh, move uh, in community or from community uh, to community. Speaking of communities, downtown Hamilton is certainly going to change it. I mean, it has changed over the last number of years, but it is certainly going to change big time in uh, roughly 10 years, where uh, the finishing touches, we hope, will be put on a mixed-use residential complex that includes four towers, three of them at 30 stories, another one at 24, at the downtown Hamilton City Center, this is a massive redevelopment project that the wheels are starting to turn on. A two thousand unit redevelopment. It's going to be built in phases. Um, nearly a thousand parking spaces. A seven hundred million dollar bill. When all is said and done, this is really going to change the landscape in the core.
0: Oh, well, absolutely! Downtown is going to be thriving. So, um, I, I, you know, it's going to. I'll tell you, ten years from now. I definitely see it. And, and uh, not only that, those towers are going to be going up. There's going to be other towers that are going to be going up all around Hamilton. Hamilton's just going to be a booming uh, city. Uh, they, they may end up making uh, uh, like you're going to see other corporations coming this way. Uh, but downtown's going to be fantastic. Remember Jackson square 30 years ago, 30 and you know, it was just thriving. I mean, it's uh, it, it, like if people can hang in there for another, you know, 10, 15 years uh, with the, stores in Jackson Square, they're going to be, going to be doing sales that they're they unheard of that they haven't seen in, in 30 years.
1: In addition to that, too, uh, we know that First Ontario Centre, First Ontario Concert Hall, the Hamilton Convention Centre all going to be revamped and brought into uh, you know the new millennium uh, because the uh, Hamilton Urban Precinct Entertainment Group, led by P.J. Mercanti and Carmen's group, Uh, are going to be taking over those facilities and really revamping and re-energizing the downtown this downtown is going to be unrecognizable in a decade
0: oh i'm look i can't wait i mean it's great now it's just going to be unbelievable in uh within 10 years from now absolutely this is it's the way to be it's it's every it's where everybody's going to the downtown is going to be the thriving area it's like the you know, like you know how pe- like people like going to downtown Toronto. Well, guess what? People are going to be coming to downtown Hamilton and, and saying how great it is here.
1: And how important is a vibrant downtown to real estate? Because there's still a lot of people who want to live where the action is.
0: Um, yeah, like you know, you're going to get like we've got different like millennials. They love uh, their lifestyles different than the baby boomers and genera- and Generation X. Um, they, um, they, they, they. They more they live life better than, than the older generation. The older generation, I don't know. They're saving for something. I don't know what they're saving for. <laughs> I think, but, uh, but, I, think but, yeah. I think the
2: ability to to you know when I work with a lot of buyers, they they want to check the Walker score of, of the certain property. How close are you? Are you to certain amenities? How close are you to certain restaurants and things like that? And 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 when you're living downtown and you have the ability to be within a ten minute walk of whatever you want it it's an attractive uh place for for young people to go and, and young you know for for people to to move to and and that's that's a lot of things that that people are looking for
1: It'll certainly be one of many exciting developments downtown as the Hamilton City Center face and guts and everything else and the look and style of the place absolutely does a 180 and it's going to be exciting to see in a decade's time. When we come back, we'll take a look at what the CFIB is saying in terms of help for commercial landlords. We'll dive into that when we come back here on the Hamilton Real Estate Show on 900 CHML. One last go round here on the Hamilton Real Estate Show on 900 CHML. Rick Samprin, along with Rob Golfi and Philip Golfi, sales representatives with Remax Escarpment Realty, the Golfi team. Find them online at robgolfi.com. That's Rob G O L F I.com. Call them at 905 575 7700 and find them on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. The handle is at Rob Interesting story from the Canadian Federation of Independent Business, which is basically asking the government to take commercial landlords out of the equation when it comes to uh, a program that helps landlords and tenants uh, during this pandemic. This is interesting to see that the CFIB is saying that landlords should be taken out of the equation of the government's small business rent relief plan. Does this make sense to you guys? You know what, depending
0: on who's putting this out, I I think, um, you know, then they should stop the serve. Like, I mean, it's just, it goes hand in hand, but I, I think the landlord's they are taking a beating out there, uh, when it comes to dealing with, uh, commercial, commercial, uh, tenants. Um, it's, you know, I I think everybody needs help. Um, but how far can they go with it? Because I, I think this is coming out now just because of the fact, uh, the bank of, uh, the bank of, uh, Canada is starting to, uh, it's getting down, down in overdraft mode maybe. So, Um, so there, you know, there's all these different, um, you know, rumors or speculations of different things that they may have to do that say, Hey, listen, we can't continue offering, uh, you know, programs for landlords and we just they're just gonna have to figure figure it out on their own and and whatever happens to them happens to them, which is sad, but I don't know. I don't know what to say. I mean, it's just, uh, I mean, if you're in business, every business has been affected uh, with this COVID and, uh, Um, and, and they've had some kind of loss of some sort or another, some lost more, some lost less, but it's, it's, it's. Gonna, who knows how long that's going to be for though.
1: Yeah, the big bugaboo, according to the CFIB, is that landlords are simply not participating in the program because the bar to qualify for rent relief uh, has been proven to be too high for businesses. And they're saying that the tenants have to show a 70% decline in sales during the COVID-19 pandemic. Uh, they're having difficulty doing that. So it, it, it seems to be an ill-conceived kind of plan. We know that the help is needed, obviously, but the way that they're trying to distribute that help is um is just not making that connection i, I do want to get <laughs> into this phil you, you mentioned uh jefferson uh in uh, st Catharines. that um you know there there uh, there was an instance there where you know people were offering uh, uh a little bit more but you didn't trust the agent that was involved um in terms of gta or toronto agents are they moving also to niagara and there are they are they uh, we know we talked about toronto agents doing disservance to local sellers here is it happening in niagara as well yeah, definitely. It, it, it it's, ha- it's happening everywhere.
2: Um, you know, whether it's, you know, what, w- what I'm seeing a lot now is, you know, a Toronto agent might've come down into our marketplace and, and helped somebody purchase a property four to five years ago. Now that person's making a move and, and they're going back to that exact same Toronto agent to now list, list the property. And, and as we had mentioned before, that agent is only listing it on the Toronto real estate board and, and people in the, the marketplaces of Hamilton and, and Niagara will not be notified or will not have access to, to all that information that that listing has um, unless they're looking on to, on forward on the, on, the, on the Toronto real estate board. So there's, there's been some instances where, where Toronto agents will come down and list properties, but we, we it's been so funny. We've, we've been contacted by Toronto realtors to help them list their personal investment properties. Um, I know I, speaking for my brother, Jeff, uh, the other day he, he's working with a Toronto real estate agent, who has, who has hired him to, to help sell a couple of investment properties because he understands that exposing that listing to the local marketplace has a huge benefit in getting, you know, more buyers and, and, and more money for that specific listing. And not just that is you need somebody to work that listing, whether it's, it's meeting, you know, potential buyers there or, you know, if there's something wrong with the lockbox or somebody to just to, to, to be in the area to manage it. And, uh, and, and it's a great sign to see, you know, other realtors see the, you know, the benefit of having a local agent, you know, sell the property. It's, uh, and, and, and they're coming to us. So it's a, it's a great honor for us.
1: I was on the uh, Rob Golfie Facebook page uh, earlier in the week, and I noticed the question: If you won fifty thousand dollars <laughs> to renovate your home, how would you spend it? So, you know, I, my wife and I talked about this, and uh, we came to the conclusion that the pool would probably have to go in. Uh, uh, you know, it was something that uh, she and the kids have been wanting for uh, a long time, and I continue to hesitate because of the cost. But hey, fifty K would go a long way to putting in a nice pool. Uh, what oh, would you absolutely. guys do? How would you spend fifty K to renovate your home?
0: Um, I don't know. I would probably, uh, I probably would do, um, home theater. Yeah. Probably home theater or something like that. <laughs> I, Rick, I, I, I just did a lot of work on my house, so I don't know. I think so 50,000 would go to something else. I'd probably go on a, a, on a nice uh, vacation with that. <laughs> yeah, I hear you. <laughs> as I, as
2: I mentioned before, I live in a a 750 square foot condo, so $50,000, I can do a total condo makeover with that and, and still have some money left over. Um, $50,000 goes, a, goes a long way for 750 square feet. So yeah, I, I would, you know, new kitchen, new, new bathroom, and maybe add some marble floors or something <laughs> like that. But it's, uh, it's, uh, some of the comments were, were awesome. I mean, it, it was a popular Facebook post and, and it just shows, you know, you know, people want to put money into their house.
1: The other thing I thought is, is the golfy team going to run a 50 K contest to have a, you know, someone win a, a home renovation but uh, we can discuss if, that at a later if, time if we can
2: find a corporate sponsor <laughs> if we can find a corporate sponsor any financial institutions out there or insurance companies that are looking to uh partner up with a sponsorship and wants to put the 50k up give us a shout and we'll we'll happily run the contract yeah we'll do that absolutely yeah. let's get
1: the ball rolling on that guys fantastic show thanks for joining us enjoy your long weekend and we are back next saturday at nine right here on 900 chml